You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Second and goal. And it off. Sanders walks in. Touchdown, Eagles. Second down and five. Sanders gets it left side. Big room and a touchdown for Sanders. His second. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew with you on a Friday or final Football Friday of the football season as we get set for Super Bowl 57. We are live, BetMGM Sportsbook, right outside of State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. It's been an incredible week. Before we go, I, I feel like we should just say it again before we, um, you know, this show continues here. We, this has been so so fun being here and, like, be, getting to be here right outside where the stadium is. I know you got to go a little bit to uh, to Radio Row yesterday. Paul did. I, I've been there all week. Like, just this this entire atmosphere this week has been awesome here. Yeah, I almost had sensory overload at Radio <laughs> Row. It's just the people watching was incredible. Yep. Just so much to do. I ended up hopping on several radio shows unexpectedly, which was a great time as well. And just even meeting friends of the show, like guests like Jason Logan yep. was there. It was – I had a blast. And then I love doing the show from here, the BetMGM Sportsbook, right outside State Farm Stadium because it's just it's quiet. It's beautiful. We got a great setup, awesome camera crew. It's been fantastic. It's definitely the two different things. Like when I was there at Radio Row, same thing. You're like, and I've been there, and you know, you, you know, it's a lot of people. I felt exhausted. <laughs> and you get to see maybe some former colleagues or people or that you haven't seen in a while, whatever the case is. Then you come here. We got this our own setup. It is kind of nice to just be here and this is our spot and really have that versus being crammed in like a little booth when there's just a million different sets that are set up there. And then you're like, there's that person, there's that person. Right. And all of a sudden, I'm like, after a couple hours, I'm like, ooh, I, I, uh, I need to go. Your head's back spinning to the a hotel. little bit. It's like, yeah. whoa, there's a lot of people in this spot here. Yeah, I, I like that we get to be here this week and, uh, and we appreciate Ben MGM having us this week at the sports book. All right, well, here's what we got coming up the rest of the show. John Daigle's going to join us, Jason Logan's going to join us. We're caught up with at Radio Row. And we'll talk to Gilles Galan, who I'm sure has a bunch of touchdown bets for us for the Super Bowl. But, but why don't we dive into our favorite novelty prop bets that we've made or thinking about making here uh, before Sunday at kickoff? Because for as many of game props as there are, Nick, and there's tons. I think you know, we had a guest from yeah. BetMGM a couple days ago who told us there's at least 750 markets out there on the BetMGM app that you could dive into. The novelty props is where, like, if you're having a Super Bowl party, I guarantee you your friends and whoever is going to be there – they, they like these, whether it be Gatorade, whether it be the Anthem, whether it be Rihanna at halftime. So let's talk about some of our favorite ones here, uh, Nick. W which ones have stood out to you this week as we look into the novelties? I mean, I go to the basic if I'm going to do it, and it's the National Anthem. And I think with Chris Stapleton, he's not going to stretch out notes. He's not that type of singer. So I feel like the under, it's moved a little bit from 205 to, what did Paul say, 203? 202. 202. So it's going down a little bit, which tells me having the under at 205, was a pretty good spot to be in because that keeps going down. He's just not hes not that type of singer. The Gatorade, it's a complete guess. I don't mess with it because I have no idea. I want to feel like I have some semblance of control. Right. Anything that makes me feel, not even if there's an advantage, but at least to feel like I made some 
semblance of a smart bet, you know? So I don't really mess with the Gatorade because there's really just, it's kind of a guessing game with that. And then I know we were talking earlier, Aaron, about Rihanna's makeup. There's no way in hell I'm betting that because I don't know where to even start. Yeah, I don't so, know what the color, like I just, I don't know how in the world I could say this is a smart way to go. I think a lot of these, if you do have an edge, they can be profitable yeah. or you could just be throwing, making a donation to the sports book. <laughs> yes. So I did try to Google, there was a, um, Rihanna's makeup artist was interviewed uh, just a couple days ago and she said that Rihanna never repeats the same makeup look twice. Ooh. So that got me thinking when you look at the different options, like maybe you just go for a long shot. Clear or none is minus two hundred i just think clear none is way too conservative for a big performance like this i don't know how it's the favorite anyway but i don't know i, I know alicia keys has done the whole no makeup look for a while now and tried to make that popular so but i'm out on that mm -hmm. i think black at plus 750 like a smoky eyeshadow makes your eyes pop for something like the super bowl i could definitely see that and i think you're getting some value there did the, the uh, halftime performer always get their own press conference, or is this a new thing? She had her own press conference yesterday. Oh, so my yesterday. girlfriend went to that. Okay. She said even the overflow room was packed. She was like, nobody's getting close to Rihanna in here. So. Yeah, I thought people wanted to hear what Andy Reid has to say. No, no, no. They want to hear what Rihanna has to say. We've heard enough. We've heard two weeks of Andy Reid and have. Nick Sirianni. So. so my friends who aren't into sports, they're like, oh, there's a football game at the Rihanna concert? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> well, that gives you a glimpse into what people like, you know, when when people go to Super Bowl parties, what do they care about? And that, and and one of the ones, and, and Nick, you mentioned the first one you jumped on. I I, I always bet the coin toss. I, I love yeah. having something right away on Are it. Are you a tails never fails guy? A, yes. Yep. Yeah. And yep. you know what? The reality is sometimes it does fail. Yes. It's not yeah. always yeah. tails. But I I will be on tails in the Super Bowl. I it, to me, if you hit it, it, it's it sets you up for a fun night. Like whatever, yeah. you bet a little bit on it, you have a little fun. But you hit it, you got something in your your account, uh, and you keep going the rest of the night. So so. The coin toss is definitely one I'm on. Another one I'm on in terms of novelty things for the game. And this, I, I think this combines like novelty because it's kind of funny and weird, but also, the, you know, you could kind of handicap the players. I love this one. Under 11 and a half for the, the number of the first touchdown score. Under 11 and a half. So the number on the jersey, the you're number talking on the about. jersey. Yeah, yes. I like that. So, and, and I went, you know, you go through the rosters on each of these teams, mm -hmm. you got a lot of players that are, are under that number. Obviously, you Kelsey's on the other side, right? Kelsey's got a bigger number. So you're basically hoping he doesn't score the first touchdown. But both AJ Brown and Devontae Smith have a, a, a AJ Brown's number is 11, Devontae Smith number six, Jalen Hurts number one. So three of the more, more likely Eagles are under, right? Pacheco's number 10 for the Chiefs. McKinnon's number one for the Chiefs. I think you get a lot of value on the under 11 and a half. And Nick, it's funny because when, when we were growing up watching football, all the running backs, all the receivers were in the 80s or 20s, right? Like the, the numbers have changed to where like, if I threw this prop at you 20 years ago, you'd say, nobody under 11 and a half scoring a touchdown. It's a quarterback. And even then it's right. gotta be a running quarterback. And we didn't have as many maybe back then. Yeah, yep. I'm still trying to get used to the number change thing. Even now at this point, it's weird to see running backs wear the number 10. It's weird to see corners wear numbers like in the teens and two stuff. or two it th it just throws me off but you're right there you at least you have a lot of choices and they're not just hey guys that number that have this number on the roster it's also ones that are legitimate touchdown threats for both teams so yeah it gives you multiple choices under one bet so i do like that one one of my favorites i i love the halftime stuff so uh what will happen first on stage pyrotechnics at plus 135 how do you not start her performance with that you got to go big to start it off. Yeah. 
That's why I she's think not going to open an umbrella before the pyrotechnic. No. So that would just be weird. I mean, maybe she walks out, pops an umbrella open, and then they go off. Is that the song that you think is going to be first? Umbrella? No, but um, her opening, uh, uh, Rihanna opening an umbrella is one of the options that okay. you could bet on to happen first. I just think it's going to be pyrotechnics. Oh, it has plus to be. money yeah. plus one thirty-five. Yep. And I also think Rihanna having blonde hair at six to one is great value too. I Throw think on a blonde wig, I'm all for it. It adds to this that she hasn't performed in a while, Nick, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's been a while. Like, so I, I think the, the props or just the intrigue on the song list, I heard when she was doing a press conference the other day, she mentioned that they have th she has 13 minutes. Like, that is her time up there between, you know, they got to roll the stage out. They got to, she's got to do her thing. They got to get the stage off the field before the game starts again. So they had to create this set list with 13 minutes. But that's not very long. I mean, it feels long for us as fans watching the game, like halftime is longer than the Super Bowl. But for her, as a performer, 13 minutes is short. Well, that's why a lot of times there's just half the song being right. played. They'll just kind of scram scramble it all through and go to a bunch of different ones. But it it definitely feels much longer when you're watching it. But, you know, it's like for us, if we were doing, you know, it, one hour feels like we have to cram so much stuff in or the la last hour of a show or right. a case like that. So, yeah. yeah, which tells you, too, she wants to play a lot of songs. Well, she has a lot. So that's that's right. Tough. Right. That's so and tough. especially having not performed in a while, it's a chance to get everything back out there. It's a chance to have songs heard that maybe weren't heard in a while because you know what happens in these. She's then going to have like Spotify numbers through the roof. Everybody's going to go back streaming her songs again. That maybe oh I haven't heard that in a while. I want to go listen to that. Yeah, it's it's such an it's an opportunity to really d jump back in without even having any new music. So I would bet there's quite a few songs. I think I saw like six and a half was six and a half the number of songs. I think that was a total I've seen. Yeah, I think I would take the over if it's six and a half, just because again you pointed out she's got so many. Yeah, you can just plow through songs. It's thirty seconds of one song even what about the gatorade anyone have any intel or any strong opinions on what it that was blue last year that's all i can say blue is two to one um i believe yellow. the eagles used yellow in the nfc championship game now and nick you were saying this i think on a break earlier like it's a kind of a double bet right if we think if we think the eagles use yellow okay but you're also saying well they're going to win the game yeah so i i think my guess on the eagles would be yellow but that means they have to also win the game what's yellow at Yellow is the favorite at plus one. Well, the Eagles are the favorite to win the game, so that kind of makes sense. And then you've got orange at plus two fifty. Clear water, which I'm not drinking water during the Super Bowl. Who's doing that? Ten to one. Uh, red, pink, eighteen to one, and purple coming in at twenty two to one. It, those feel like stayaways, even though you're getting some value there. There's no green, so we know that. Oh, green, yellow, green line. Oh, that's true. They do. The they group it all together. Yeah. So really, it might be best to sit and think. Okay, first, who do you have winning, and then parlay that together with the color. Parlay them. You don't have to make a parlay out of it, but I'm just saying, like, think of it that way, where it's like, okay, if I, I have the Eagles winning, then I have a yellow, greenish kind of looking Gatorade, whatever the case is, and maybe if it's the Chiefs, it's red. Yeah. I always think it's so interesting with this, like, you know, who makes this decision? Is it just a, a couple players who tell the trainer this is what we want? Is it the trainer all by themselves? Yep. Because there's so many people that will bet on this prop, and it's like the, the decision could come from and anywhere. What, what if, like, the trainer has betting friends? Yeah, what, what, if the, what if they just, what if they <laughs> run out of yellow and they're like, well, I guess we got to go with blue today? It's no, like, I was told yellow. I bet on that already. The right. That's people are coming out on Twitter again. Oh, yep. When it comes to the Gatorade for. I mean, I guess it's it's the point where, I, I mean, do they have more than one color to begin with during the game? Like, I don't know. They got multiple flavors, right? Like, 
So, so it's a matter of which one they pick up. Is it just what they just grab the nearest, yeah. the nearest That's cooler? What Neil Smith was pretty much. Saying. Yeah, it's just you grab whatever is there to make it happen. Quick, there's Coach. You run and then you do the Gatorade bath, and that's it. I, there's that's the thing. There's not really a formula for this. This no. is this is just kind of a guess. Like you can talk yourself into thinking you have an edge, right? Well, last year it was blue, so it can't be blue, or it's the winner of this, day, and it could end up being purple, and the Chiefs win, and you're just like, well, I. There was no formula to that. And if you've ever watched the NFL films, like, uh, you know, after a big game or whatever, you see it on the sidelines. Like, the, a couple of defense players were like, oh, let's go get them. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no rhyme or reason. To, like, they don't care what they pick up. They just no. look for a cooler. The coaches, they're like, let's go get them. And they pick it up and, and they go, oh, let me throw this one at you guys. I think this is a fun one. First team charged with a timeout. Doesn't it make sense? To just bet on Andy Reid to take a timeout early. I mean, isn't this isn't this what Andy Reid does? It's so it's minus one forty Chiefs plus one ten Eagles. First team charged with a timeout. I, Aaron, I would be willing to lay the you know, minus one forty that Andy Reid and the Chiefs call a timeout early in the game. Like Andy's never been one to save timeouts. That's like clock. The one thing he doesn't do very well is clock management timeouts. Like when he wants to use timeout, he just uses it. I. I would guess the Chiefs call the first time. I agree. Normally, you don't want to do something minus 140 or something like that. But I think the Super Bowl is the exception. Because if you do have information or a strong opinion that, like, this is what Andy Reid yeah. does, then yep. I have no problem paying for it. I, It just feels like an Andy Reid move. Like, yes. honestly, that, and you, you saw it for years in Philly. So you obviously have more than enough of an understanding of the way that that's going to go. But it just it's like there's a couple things I feel like that – I could see where it's Andy Reid calling a touchdown or calling a timeout early. And then since we've talked so much about the, the, the Eagles running the football, like does Jalen Hurts just throw like a 40-yard bomb or at least like try like on the first drive of the game, second play, just let's try to open this thing up. Yeah. It, you're going to get – it's also last game of the year, right? So the strategies, the mindset, the thought process can be a little different for coaches. We're airing out the playbook a little bit more. You're, taking, you're, being, you're a little more cautious early because so, everybody's still getting into a rhythm for the game. Right. So you got to think of some of those. you got to think of at least like some of those as part of the early game script. And the data backs it up. So this season, the Chiefs have called the first time out of 15 of 19 games. I mean, that's, that's pretty significant. That's basically 80% where Andy calls the first time out. Sirianni – Seven of 19, the Eagles have been first. So the Eagles are usually the second team to use a timeout within their games. And Andy Reid, I mean, 15 of 19. It's, all, it's almost every game he calls the first timeout. I have a fun one. Any player smoking a cigar on the field post-game? Yes is minus Ooh. 150. No is plus 110. Don't they smoke after the broadcast usually? Like in the locker room? No, they'll do it out on the field when there's the, the confetti's coming down and there's all the, oh. the whole celebration. So Hertz yeah. did smoke a cigar in the locker room after the NFC title. So it seems like he might be a cigar guy for, for a big game. Yep. I don't On know. the field during the broadcast, yeah. though, that seems a little... Well, that means obviously once they've won right. the broadcast of the celebration, MVP trophy... You know, on the Lombardi, it's really on the field Stage. versus the locker room. Right, yeah. right. So, so we think the Chiefs are cigar guys? Mahomes does not strike me as a cigar Well, it guy. actually doesn't say on broadcast. It says post-game, so that's, that's On the field, post-game? Yeah. Yeah, like when yeah. the game ends on the field. It's but, not the locker room. Right. Because right. they're not going to take cameras in. I mean, you'll get footage of it, but it's not like part of the broadcast. It's not like a picture on Twitter of Hertz smoking right. a cigar right. out. Right, right. I think this is another bet, Nick, on who you think wins the game, right? Has to be. Hertz strikes me as a cigar guy. We just saw it. I don't know. Is Mahomes a cigar Did guy? We've seen him in a lot of big games. I've never seen a cigar. Well, didn't they say after they beat the Bengals that we're going to go get cigars? Wasn't there? I know it was oh. more of a shot a at, at Joe Burrow and the oh, Bengals right, right, right. than anything. But, I mean, I don't know. Are, are they really actually thinking that? That's I, I don't remember that. I don't think they did after they beat after they won the AFC Championship. I don't think so either. That, that's 
It's actually an interesting one, the cigar one. I gotta Google Mahomes cigar. Yeah, right. Have we ever seen Patrick? I, I would I would say we haven't seen Mahomes with a cigar. His unless, dad loves him. Well, yeah, well, Pat, the original Pat Mahomes. <laughs> right. The original Pat, back in the day, pitcher for the Twins and the Mets. All right, on the other side, Paul's prop sheet. We'll go through some of these on the other side. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew. We're live, BetMGO Sportsbook, Glendale, Arizona, right outside State Farm Stadium on the Beck All Network. You're listening to the BetQL Network live all this week leading up to the big game from BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Just a touchdown throw from the site of the big game. Presented by BetMGM. 